0: Hi, this is Julie. Susan and I want to thank you for listening to our shows. Our new show is called Your Presence is Required. We will preview a few episodes in this series and then ask you to just join us in that show. We dive even deeper into our conversation about energy as only we can. And of course, we invite you. Find Your Presence is Required from the red links in our website listed in our bio, from the description in this podcast, and everywhere you listen to podcasts podcasts as we unveil it. Your presence is required. That's all. Thank you and see you there. Your presence is required is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro in a production of EI Alliance, copyright 2020.
1: Hi we're here back and Julie was in the middle of talking about her favorite celebrities.
0: Oh gosh. No, <laughs> not at all, really. You know the, the it's it's funny because you know the instruction of the days has been, you know, what is this celebrity doing? What do they buy? Oh my god, they're selling something else. And all that has passed. Yes. You know, if a celebrity isn't authentic, I mean, it's so funny. What is a celebrity? And, you know, of course, you know, I have projects and things I'm working on, and it's not because I'm focused around celebrity. I just find humor in it because we're all celebrities. We're all, I mean, in our own minds and sometimes our family's minds and our friends' minds. I mean, but really, what is a celebrity? It's not like you're walking around going, here's the mandate for the day. You know, I joked earlier, this is the facial cream I use. Oh, gosh, (laughs) let me go get it. Who cares? I mean, you know, so the funny thing about right now and the beautiful thing about right now is it's forcing ourselves to become our own celebrities, to listen to ourselves, to venture in and expand from inside out rather than from outside in. Exactly,
1: and that—that's the focus I try to keep in this. Because if you look outside, a lot of you know a lot mm. of people, it is chaotic,
0: mm-hmm. and people
1: you know we've talked about this don't like to go from you know they like to work from order, not from mm. chaos. But chaos is where things—I always like to say that's where miracles can happen—is mm. in chaos because. In, you know, not a bad example, but when a tornado comes, it can go and destroy one house, or it can, uh, well, let me go this way, it can pick up a feather and put it a mile away and drop <clears throat> it gently. Mm. It can. Mm. And it's like, how... I, yeah. you know and chaos can occur. That's, I mean, chaos occurs, and that's, to me, that's where miracles can occur.
0: And, you know, it's funny, we've talked about chaos and order a lot, and, and oftentimes, i myself when i'm this is just personal information but i myself when i'm in the midst of doing something or stuck or doing i actually get involved myself in the chaos aspect of it or the order aspect of it a lot of times i'm reordering things i've been trying to write or something's not working and sometimes it's good for you to get in the aspect of either one yet we've talked in the past where things have occurred and sometimes there's such what we want to say are volatile events in our lives that that send us in different you know into different directions where we're not in chaos or order mm-hmm. we're in something else and we're in the space between and isn't it funny how in that space between things get taken care of somehow
1: and you have you know what you know, i'm going to use a word that's going to be a trigger word but you have to have faith to be in that space. Hmm. And that's not faith in I mean that's it's faith. But I don't I don't want to go into a religion because it's
0: not what we're talking about. Well a lot of times you're in that space and you don't know what you have. Mm. And you know there's uncertainty and actually you're just hanging out it's like you're <laughs> sorry, here I go. You're hanging out at in the pub, you know, at the bar with uncertainty. Going, what are you drinking? Hmm.
1: You know, that kind of thing.
0: And it's like, here I am with uncertainty, but I didn't ask for this. And yet- Isn't that an interesting- oh, that's the issue your emotion- There you go. wrangler. you're hanging oh, out. That's an interesting- There you are. You're hanging out with uncertainty, but you know how, how well do you do it? And you know what? It's not a matter of what somebody else tells you or what somebody else says. It's a matter of you letting yourself do it as well or as horrible as you can. So, and that's okay.
1: So I think, you know- Part of the the thing that I – I'm trying to find the right words. When I think about what you're saying, it takes a lot of courage to take that first step. It really does. It takes a lot of courage to say, you know something, you know, I'm not going to go out and I'm not going to worry about what everyone says. I'm just going to be myself. Mm. And, you know, and then what happens is – and you do you I didn't see this, but you talk about Rosie O'Donnell when she was lesbian and she came out and then things mm. occurred. And then she said, you can't be gay enough. Mm. And and so what happens is that when you come out to be yourself, sometimes people pig pile on that or they want a they want a piece of it for lack of a. And then you kind of lose yourself again, I think. Right. If you start to become who
0: you are, then all of a sudden,
1: I mean, that's the well, guru. You,
0: that's the guru. Well, you speak up as to who you are, well, people jump uh, on that. Well, it's funny because the the expression of that, I always go into the vibration of, you know, Rosie O'Donnell is amazing. She had an amazing talk show, and just the energy of it to me was amazing. And her expression of who she is or isn't or what she does is irrelevant. And so if that, you know, becomes – a shadow reflection, or whatever you want to term it, you know who's doing that. Uh, I mean, I'm, that's it. Once again, that's an element I'm of looking, duality. I'm
1: looking when I say it,
0: like I, I, you, the things.
1: It's so funny. The things that you see and watch or whatever are so opposite of me, which is except great, now you're watching being,
0: Boston Legal, so you can't I, say I, that. <laughs> well, there's
1: there's a reason. Actually, there's something else in that that I'm getting that I'm really uh, exploring. It's an interesting there's something else in there there's a little you talk about mind control mm. <laughs> you talk about persuasion there's something else that i'm mm. getting that's that's beyond not just watching the this, this you know the aspects that are the drama piece right that i could really care less about there's, right. there's another aspect that i'm i'm seeing that i find an interesting concept but you know, you you use term like shadow, and I still don't even know what that is re- relating to. But where I'm where I'm going, what I think is, from a standpoint of once you figure out who you are, and you become who you are, then you become empowered by who you are. That doesn't mean you overpower anyone. You empower yourself, mm-hmm. and you just meet everybody as to who you are. And it's empowering to just be who you are. It's got nothing to do with anyone else. But in many cases, and this is some this is another side of it, you're being you be who you are, and other people kind of pig on that. That's an odd concept to me. I, and I just got
0: that. And you. When you what talk do you mean? About, what, what, it's an odd concept. No, not that part. What do you mean they pig on it? They, they embrace it, or, it's, or they. It's just...
1: Rosie O'Donnell saying you oh, can't be gay oh, enough. Oh, oh, oh. There's like right. a okay. piece of that that's. Mm. Um, you know, cause we talk about concepts a lot. We talk about ideas. We talk about beliefs. This is what, this is what our, our conversations are about Julie. Mm-hmm. And when I hear that, I, you know, because I hear things and sometimes I'm like, I don't know what I hear with that. There's something about it. That's like unresolved in my mind. That's the only word I can use. Mm-hmm. But there's something in that, that when you be, you, when you finally kind of step into who you are. And that, I don't know the other word or saying it, pick, people pig pile. It's not like, <laughs> it, I don't know how else to explain it. That to me is like a perfect visual. People pig pile. I, I, yeah, me too, me well, too. It's, at- God, it's, the, it's like me too, me too, me too, uh, me too. Me too. And mm-hmm. it's like, you want to, all of a sudden it's like, I mean, I, I'm using my own, I go into like, this is who I am and ever meet. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I think I'm, I'm not sure I really want to be out there as who I am. Because when you're authentic, <laughs> When you are truly authentic, there's something that people are completely attracted to, but they don't know what it is. And this is not, I'm not talking about anything sexual or romantic. I'm talking about this. It's that connection. There's a feeling of a connection that is sometimes a little overwhelming at the same time. Hmm. And I can use the example of what you said about Rosie O'Donnell saying you can't be gay enough there's something in that. And
0: I think there's a, that's a, that's another, you know, what, what, why, you know, it would be cool to take that to a benefit because what a beautiful alert, because, you know, how do you know when the cake is done? Well, you know, put a toothpick in it and see if it sticks or if the batter is cooked and blah, blah, blah. Well, that gives, I don't know. Is that, I don't bake cakes, but anyway, I do. so I remember my grandmother. So, okay. so (laughs) So, you know, that's a beautiful kind of analogy to, I mean, that's a beautiful alert you just gave. You just gave a little hidden alert there. If, you know, people are coming to you and pigpiling, and you can't be enough, then guess what? You're at the element of who you are, but you don't need to go into duality. You can still be expansive. Mm. You can still be in the space between and be all powerful and, and be, you Do know, you think
1: that is when, when celebrity, they go awry, I'll say, or they go, you know, they start, you know, we start, I don't know.
0: Well, anytime, well, anyone, you I, know, I, I, I mean, that's hard hmm. for me to say because anytime yeah. my, you know, I can, uh, uh, Ollie it's weird. I have kind of like research that, but all the research and everything that comes to me. And I, you know, the the funny saying I always say to you is you always see a celebrity that says, I just want to have a normal life. And it's like, well, you know what? Donate all your money, go live in a, you know, like everybody else go to blah, blah, blah. It's like, I just want to have a normal life. What does that mean? So that's, and so that's that's like the funny part, but it's like, you know, the celebrity part is, you know, if you're doing something for attention and for, but there's other stuff going on there. There's other and There's other elements of
1: talking there's there's I'm, um again this is all underlying duality mm. so what occurs you pull out a duality everybody wants they don't know what it is but they feel it they feel something mm. and you got to wonder what happens when all of a sudden that occurs because now it's kind of in your face and i love what yeah. you said it's kind of like that flag like ding you you did it yeah. and then it's not and then i think when you talk about celebrity and that, what do I know? I'm not a celebrity, but something happens. And that's where, when you talk about Rosie O'Donnell, not, there's something that occurs. And you, and once again, you have the opportunity, you have the option of how you respond, mm. but there's something that occurs and I don't have the words for it, but I think there's something that occurs.
0: What do you mean that occurs? I don't know. That is-
1: this is, this is when Julie and I would have had a, a conversation without the mics on <laughs> and we would have worked through this but we're, but I'm being very vulnerable and putting it. Well, into we can a do it right where... here. That's
0: fine because we're in the energy and the energy is going to, you know, we're in the energy of, of where the hello, where the answers are. Exactly. <laughs> let
1: but... me in, let me in, <laughs> let me be first in line. So there's something, there's something in So that isn't, isn't that... Du- that relates to duality. Cause I'm not talking about who the gossip or who did that. I don't, I don't care. It must somehow relate to duality. It's like you get to a point, you feel it, and it's overwhelming and you fall in duality. That's the norm, I'll say. The norm. When people say, I want a normal life, I'd rather fall back into duality. I'm speculating. I'm not saying this is the answer. Well,
0: you're not saying celebrity is beyond duality. No. You're saying, oh, no, right. no, no, so, no, no,
1: no. I'm talking about being your authentic self and being who you are is it's not outside of duality it's it's embrace it's that that circle that embraces both parts of duality so
0: so here's the really cool thing about the tarot cards because you know we wrote the first ender story and the ender scripts and you know it's it's the great version of you know the tarot cards coming to life right and, and you can find that and read it and all I have to say is, you can. Um, that's why again, the tarot cards. I mean, if you go to a museum, you find art that you like, and there's visuals, and there's you know, picto pictures, and there's symbols that occur that you like, and you have an affinity to. And the tarot cards are kind of the same way. And the major arcana cards, and the 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 you know, kings and queens and pages, etc. I mean, you you can live in the existence of the tarot cards. I mean, this is just an example. You know the tarot cards are a deck, and they're like I said, any brand you can get, whatever that that is an affinity to you. But you can live in the extreme of the four suits and all the different players, and not not that that's all there is, or you can just be in the expansiveness of the whole deck and something more. And so when you're you're kind of you know to to me when that definition becomes, I mean, it's so funny because you know this is not where I want to go, but I'm just going to say really quickly. I mean, that one element that you brought up about Rosie O'Donnell is kind of the thing that Ellen is operating from, you know, oh, it's great. She came out and, but, you know, and I don't want to talk about that at all, but that's mm. just a whole, you know, there's another concept and that's what people focus on and whatever it does for you. Great. I'm not saying anything plus or minus or anything yet. That's also, you know, an, an element of duality and, in being stuck in that doesn't give you the expansiveness of I'm going to go here of you being an infinite being. It doesn't give you the expansiveness because then, of course, you're you're brought down in the trenches. I mean, who, who of us hasn't heard? I mean, I've heard in the past, you know, that's not what Julie does. It's like, who are you talking about? Yeah, that's someone else's opinion or hot vision of how they see you. But if that's not really you, I mean, you know, first of all, if it affects you, I'm not giving any, you know, doctrination here, but, you know, if if it affects you and you don't like the effect, obviously, you know, what you should do yet, you know, that isn't what has to guide your life because there's you and there's the expansion of you and you living throughout any aspect of the tarot card In,
1: in the, what impacts you is your perspective, which is very much based in beliefs and habit and comfort. I mean, there's your order. Mm -hmm. If you like certain things a certain way, if it's in order, you're going to like it. If it's not, you're not going to be comfortable with it. It's unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. And so going into that space is at first incredibly unfamiliar.
0: Mm.
1: It is. And it's very chaotic. Like I said, sometimes I, I, I always, you know, way back when I would joke with you like, damn, why can't we speak better to the energy? Why can't the energy speak better to me? Like, I don't understand these symbols, or I don't understand. And, you know, and there's that kind of take a breath, and like, okay, let's just move through this. And actually working with the horses in some respects helped me because I see the horses, and I get – I see things. And sometimes even with particular horses, after I've seen them a few times – something will happen. And I, it's like my heart just, just, you know, hugely beams. I can think of certain things that horses have done, but it's that initial, I had to have that initial like, oh, and you know, the horse, you know, comes and well, does something, but you have to be in the space of like, It's just, it's uncomfortable
0: a little bit, which is funny. Well, isn't that intriguing? Because you gave a physicality to the energy. Yes. And then you had an interaction with the energy, but it was from a standpoint that that you wanted to absorb it from a physicality. And then your heart expanded. I mean, what a beautiful representation of what occurred. And yet you didn't have to have a physical representation of the energy. Because I always say to you, when you say, oh, the energy, what is the energy? Well, the energy is us. What are we saying? What are we absorbing? What are we interpreting? And, you know, if it's only natural for us to go into duality, then, you know, knowing that, you can't not know it. (laughs) So guess what now, folks?
1: Hey folks, Julie and I do a whole lot of talking, but you know, a lot of that comes from self-reflection and really looking at our lives and things that didn't make sense. And we sat down and figured out the questions that were important to us and some of the philosophy behind it. And we
0: put it together in a journal, check it out. And who doesn't love a good journal? Get your favorite pen and just get writing. The Kabbalion can get pretty intense, as you can tell with these podcasts, with the conversation between Susan and I. Sometimes reading and listening isn't the best way to absorb the energy. Believe it or not, testing yourself in a fun way with trivia helps you absorb the Kabbalion principles and propel. That's why Susan and I put together a fun ebook to help you do just that. Check it out on Amazon. Download Think You Know the Kabbalion today and have fun with the energy. I was just laughing in the little break we have because you were doing the the play-by-play coaching. (laughs) (laughs) Saying, all right, we're going to do this. this." Bringing order to chaos. Right, (laughs) and I'm just sitting here, you know, kind of being in the present moment, going, okay. And and as you're doing the little play-by-play, I'm just creatively flowing wherever the energy goes to whatever you're saying or not saying and not planning anything. I guess that's being in the chaos and then in the order and in the space between. Well, we we were also talking about duality
1: and, and you made, you know, that you, you were talking about, we were talking about beliefs and uh, comfort and, you know, a preference for either order or chaos, right. you know, we keep like assuming people all just want order, but there are some people that like chaos. So whatever you're more comfortable with, of course, will be your preference to right. remain with. And so, I, I think what's really important, and again, this is I'm having a conversation with you. We started off saying that this; these are the conversations you and I have. We finally broke down to instead of being clear on what where we were somewhat going, and then we went with it. We're completely ad hoc. This is like a convers. This literally is a conversation at my kitchen table. Well, so I think uh-huh. I just want to say uh-huh. you talk about duality, and and it is your preferences that move you to a duality which one are you going to choose? And I think if it and I think what you said was really smart that where do you want to be entertained? and and I don't think we have the wherewithal all to see that and be proactive. I think we're always reactive. we're not proactive where do I want to go with this? What can I do? how can I use this? to do what i want here because we can't because you can't escape it and that's what i i'm like that's the, that's the thing i know you can't escape it well so why do you not you have access to both sides of duality that's the Kabbalion. you have both sides and they're extremes of the same thing and you step into duality when you're born so why would you not have at least the clarity to make decisions as to where you choose to be.
0: So you're in asking the question, you actually infiltrate this conversation with duality <laughs> and, you know, the um, integral aspect of it, is it, it, it. As I said, with the tarot cards, it's, it's not trying to escape a certain card it's deciding to entertain yourself with that card, whether you want to utilize it as a resource or not, whether you don't. And what I want to say is, uh, you know, I expressed something earlier that, you know, I was watching some Gunsmoke and you were watching Boston Legal and and you made me what I've realized in in Gunsmoke and, and we've watched some Perry Mason and stuff. And a lot of these shows had like, you know, I said a huge amount of episodes per season and huge amount of seasons. And I've been very astonished for lack of a better word, at how persuasive and manipulative the characters are and what is portrayed. And so, you know, where I'm going with this is you're talking, you were saying a little bit about Boston Legal and, and the soliloquies that are presented from different characters. They are very manipulative and persuasive in, in order to win trials. And so why I'm saying this is because, you know, the difference in time frame, because we use time as a construct, to kind of sort things in our lives, you know, so these, these programs are happening at different timeframes. And I throw that out there cause we can all, you know, acclimate to the idea of TV programs. Yet the, the gist of it is that, you know, we could say that, you know, wow, this is a really uncertain time and we haven't been used to this kind of mind, you know, control going on, blah, blah, blah. And Hello. We've seen it like for for centuries in, in programming and whatever. So this, you know, the other part of duality is is, you know, another thing instructive in duality is, you know, uncertainty, certainty. I mean, there's duality right there. So if you're stuck in the, you know, this is a really uncertain time. This is a real you know, I, I don't know what to make out of this. I don't know what to make out of that. This is your, I mean, you're putting yourself in that. You're putting yourself in the duality. And so do you, do you see what I'm kind of saying is you, you were talking about, you know, the persuasiveness and no, the mind actually control. actually wasn't
1: because I was actually, what I was going to say is I, I, I've heard that in many shows. I agree with you. You, you hear that all the time, especially in law uh, shows with the law when they go right. in. Right. And of course, they manipulate juries, blah, blah, blah. What I'm... Because I didn't go too much into it. I'm realizing that the response... Because we're talking about James Spader's mm-hmm. character. The response... And, and what he sees it's it's not how persuasive he is because of course he is it's his I don't know how to say how he's receiving his he, he is he reacts he he doesn't just persuade he listens and, re, and hears and goes into a space of energy, the only way I can describe it, and you know I'm giving him more credit because I didn't write the show, and maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But James Spader's vision, the way he looks at different times, says so much to me than whatever he says. <clears throat> That's what I'm getting. So we, so I just was going to clarify that. Like I'm not I, I hear what you're saying. The persuasion But there's something, what he's doing is he's hearing things. He's going into a space of understanding, which is a what Mm. he's doing is in my estimation is much more powerful Mm. than these other, I mean, why is he, and then you got the other attorneys, but mm. there's a, he's, he's like listening to the energy. Mm.
0: So, so I've brought up this term before and we've talked in podcasts past, uh, you know, we all create our own self-fulfilling prophecies. Sure. And so you can go for as many, I can do, you know, tons of tarot card readings and I don't do them in that way. You could go to somebody and you could do, okay. And then you, you create your own self-fulfilling prophecy, what you intonate, you know, what your intention is, what, what you say to yourself, how you project it. And I, I don't, I haven't brought this up with you, but I've brought it up with my husband and I say, you know, he'll say something, or I'll say something, and instantaneously, like within a matter of minutes, it will occur. And it's just a generic thing about anything. And um, we've well, been
1: together also for what twenty-five years well, or something. So <laughs> well, it's
0: not. It's not based in that. It's based in. I mean, for example, a really dumb example. There was a car in the parking lot without license plate on it, and you know, it was like, oh, that's interesting. There's a car in the parking lot without a license plate on it, and it's amazing that you know people haven't said anything. And the next day, I walked out, and there was a ticket on the back of the car. And she—I didn't say anything, but it was. And even if it's just a thought, it's almost yeah. like the energy yeah. is instantaneously responding yeah. to what your thoughts yes. and what your words. So, what are you telling yourself? Right. What are you projecting for the world around you, the environment? What are you saying? In in these classic, you know, that's brought up Boston Legal and Gunsmoke and in Perry Mason, because they projected with such a confidence. What it is they wanted the final result to be without getting in the way of the final result, and look what occurred. And you know, this goes into all of our ancient text right, podcasts, right. And I mean, it goes into all of the great posts you're doing on Instagram where you take the people, you know, and the quotes and the people we've talked about. I mean, they're great, it's like it's reading a little Instagram. book, it's at, yeah. you know, EI Alliance, well, yeah, on Instagram, and it's great because it, it connects with you know our book and it connects with it, and you give a little bit of history and it and it, it takes what, what has been said and what has been known and as, because we, we are all one, you know, no matter what our uniquenesses are, those are things to be celebrated. Right. Of course. And, you know, not, in this not Renaissance not that you said, right. Not nullified and not protested against and not, you know, blah, blah, but blah, embraced. embraced. Exactly. In a kind of generic way as we're all like, you know, beautiful right. elements of being here and and sharing And in this sense of, you know, looking at all these things that have been said and expressed in the energies, I mean, it's all right there for us, for lack of a better word. This is the first word that pops into my head, pilfer. They're all there for, you know, all that vibration. Of, you know, taking, as you said, with the James Spader character in Boston Legal, and he's he's swirling together words. And at some points, you know, it's a great show for many reasons in the writing. Um, at some point, because sometimes he goes on and you're like, what the heck is he saying? And yet his energy just propels the direction that he that, you know, he desires it to go in. And which is what we actually do, whether we realize it or not. So Julie, we
1: wrote 10 plays of the scripts Yes. Do they seem believable to you?
0: Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? They're a hoot. I relive them most of the time. <laughs> but they're not traditional magic scripts. No, they're not. It's real magic based and in energy. It's cool stuff. And everybody can do it. That's right, everybody can. Hi, this is Julie. I recently went away to Canada and I was excited to bring a handful of books, but I couldn't read a thing. Has that ever happened to you? All I wanted to do was play. If you travel, trivia is fun and we have a lot of different trivia for you. We have Think You Know the Kabbalion. You can test yourself. We have trivia on Halloween and Samhain and we have Christmas trivia. So the time is right to test your brain and get moving. And if you want to do it today, you can go to Amazon and download the eBooks. It's a big reveal folks, Susan does have a deck of tarot cards. Danny, you have one and I have one too. And when you utilize tarot cards, you get yourself into the energy and our writing is in that vibe as well and of course our podcast. And we do not read tarot cards like everyone else does. Julie's been
1: more formally trained but we look at them and we do something completely different and that is
0: what we think everybody can do. Yet the formal training is really doing the work yourself and that's where all of our stuff stems from is doing the work yourself and
1: getting to that space where you can do it. And there's podcasts that we have that are free. There's a lot of eBooks that are almost free because we really believe that people are looking for this.
0: There's fiction and there's nonfiction. We got it all. And it's not because, you know, oh, I'm this, you know, high degree level of, oh you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. We write about that in Endra too. It's really funny. That has nothing to do. That's irrelevant. I don't care what color your belt is. I don't, care. you know, it's right. great. You're doing something for yourself. Right. You're working out. You're, yes. you're, you're, mm-hmm. you know, yes, exploring be- self-care. That's huge. As that's long great. as that's
1: the reason you're doing it. Mm-hmm. When it becomes,
0: A I'm going to be
1: this because I'm better than so-and-so or everyone's mm-hmm. going to look at me. It's like, mm-hmm. you lose it. You mm-hmm. lose it. Like, mm. what are you doing?
0: Mm.
1: And then, um, you know, f- for whatever it's worth, when I went to, when I started working with horses, as you know, I went in and I said, you know, I, I don't know anything about them. I've never been around them. I know they got to eat and I know they got to drink and you got to clean up after them. After that, it's all new. And where I went, I got the basics, which, and I had the ability to, to go at my pace, these are big animals and, I, and you know I wasn't gonna hey, how you doing? you know And if I had gone and you know because they would bite each other, I'm like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> but it gave me the opportunity. but you know something I didn't you know, I wasn't supported. And I think when I started having a different relationship, and that sounds weird, but reaction, I don't know what you want to call it, if some feathers started getting ruffled where I was, and I had no interest. I wasn't interested in like, look at me, look what I can do. I just came instead of saying, what are you doing? I, I and I and actually I would say something to the horse and and I heard, they don't understand what you're saying. And I'd be like, OK, and I just would still continue doing it with the horse. And then and then in time I got a different response and they'd be like, what are you doing? And it's like instead of me trying to prove, look at me, I can do this. I bet. I just kept trying to stay where, where I was sometimes it's hard. Cause people again will poke at you. What are you doing? How can, and then, I mean, my, my res, my kind of fallback would be to explain what I was doing. And what did I used to say to you? I, I know. I it's know. not about the people. I know See, it's say, and I know, but people. I didn't, I didn't explain is what I'm getting at, but that's always as a conscientious person, and someone who believes what I believe, I would try to share. It wasn't let me tell you how it's done. It was let me share this. And not because I'm going to tell you because let me tell you what I know. You have other information. So take what I'm saying, try it. And then let's move forward with it. Because you know, stuff I don't know. So it's not about sharing do it my way. It's about let me show you what I know. Now show me more of what you know. And together we can go further with it. But well, there's that an energy a, sharing yeah right but that's not always the way right. that it you know that it goes and so as a person in duality you really there's a lot of things that you know it becomes I, it's like there's a lot of alone time a lot of self um or introspection in, in what you're doing and it's not about looking out there and getting, and this is the hardest thing I think for people. And I know for myself, not getting the validation out there. If you don't get validated out there, I think we wrote a post. I wrote a vlog, Nobody reads my books. Should I keep writing? Yeah. And I think that's what I wrote. Like do I, should I still keep writing? Yeah. And then I realized I'm not, I mean, I have another book that I want to put together and it's, um, it's the Hubert stories. Nothing right. suff- and you know why? It's stories I told my kids that they still remember. I want to write it because I want to be able to just print it and give it to my kids and mm. give it to mm-hmm. grandchildren. Mm-hmm. It, I, don't, I mean, when I put it up there, it's not even close. It's not even – it's just throwing – it's an idea out there. So what I put it up, if people wanted to buy it, I guess I would. But if people don't buy it, does that mean it nullifies? And no. And I think that's – a little part of this too is that well, you know looking for we always said what's the metric
0: that we would use for ourselves to know right. we're doing what's the metric well that's the funny part about it because you notice you're given a huge amount of yeah. metrics out there oh, yeah. for you to gauge yourself right given a huge amount of metrics you know give me more let's give you more yeah you put a like you put a thumb up you put oh. a thumb down you put a a clap you put a. This. who cares when out there gives you a huge amount of metrics, that should be a sign. Well, because have, out there is giving you what is, what is this? The Olympics? Put up the oh, yeah, score!
1: You know put up the score! I just realized. When I go on Facebook, I don't go on, but if I get a notification, and you know what I've been seeing lately is these people posting, hold this down or whatever, because Facebook is I, I'm these people are writing this. I'm posting all this stuff, and none of my, not nobody in my network is seeing it. So if you hold this down, you can override Facebook's um, algorithm or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. So just just stay with me for a second. And I thought about that, and people are pissed off because yeah, they're not, you know, their stuff isn't being seen by their friends. These are just people just posting, hi, I had, you know, cornflakes this morning. They want everybody to see that they had cornflakes. And it's not happening. And so now people saying if you hold this down and you do this, blah, blah, blah. You think about that. Now wait a second. Twitter, Instagram, all of that, and then you throw metrics in the mid in the midst. Well, what happens now? People saying, Wait a minute, people aren't liking this. People used to like it. Now they're not liking it. So what happens? Well, if you pay. We can make sure your stuff gets seen it becomes
0: a whole it's the pyramid scheme right so what happened is you wasted your time because you bought into metrics that were given to you out there and then guess what the metrics were controlled gee does that sound like anything else that's going on hello what if you give your own metrics to yourself. I mean, which, which is, you know, quality control. What if you do your own quality control on your life? If you say, okay, today I feel better. I must've ate some great food yesterday, or I must've, you know, got together with some fun people or, you know, social distance or anything.
1: says that fake news is fake, there's your, there's your individual experience of it on Facebook. Right.
0: Whatever the social
1: media is. Well, when
0: anything is built, I mean, it's fabricated. Facebook is all the social media is fabricated to get you to to stay there because that's where they make money. Right. Right. So they get you to stay there and in it. And, you know, and then, you know, when you start toying with emotions, I mean, this even goes into our ancient text podcasts again. Feeling is the secret. I mean, you go into your emotions, then and, they got you, they hook you, and, 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 that gets and guess what? But the wildest thing about all of this is that you're using someone else's metrics mm-hmm. to guide your life. Is that crazy? I mean, you're a unique individual with amazing abilities that probably you haven't even tapped in or you're not even aware of yet that you're you're operating from and you're you're like you know allowing someone else's metrics to guide you it's like you know it's it's like studying french and then going in and taking a german test and saying oh i failed well hello
1: well we're going to have a little bit more talk about metrics so stay tuned
0: Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon Authors pages and link in bio for books and more podcasts. Find New Threads music on Spotify and newthreads.us.